0: Hi AfterBuzzers, you're watching the AfterBuzz TV After Show for Containment Season 1, Episode 1, Pilot. Join us as we break down the episode and give you our thoughts and predictions. Stay tuned.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Lean on me, when, when, when you're, you're not strong, and I'll, I'll be your, your friend. friend.
2: I'll, I'll help, help you carry. You. But stay four to six feet away from me at all times. Pretty Thanks much.
0: <laughs> pretty much don't lean on me because there's a serious virus going around. Katie, you're
1: too close. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I am your host, Katie Campbell, and you can find me on Twitter at Katie Campbell. That's Katie with three E's, Campbell. And I'm joined tonight by a panel of amazing co hosts. I got Gabriel Gonzalez next to me.
1: Hey, guys. You can follow me on Twitter at double G on TV. Just spell out double S C below.
0: Awesome. And Tiana
2: Hobson. Hello, everyone. You can find me at the Tiana Hobson. I also have my cell phone pulled up, so I look in on the live chat as I can and as I remember.
0: Chat mistress over there. (laughs) Always and forever. I know. I love it. So before we get started, I just want to say if you haven't already subscribed to us on YouTube, please do so. That is YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV. And you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Give us that five-star thumbs up. Comment. Leave a comment. Tell us how... You think about the panel and how you think about the show. We want to know. So tweet us using the hashtag ABTVContainment, right? Yes. Awesome. All right. So this that is a works. series premiere, you guys. What did you think about the episode?
2: Oh, I've definitely become a germaphobe at this point in my life. Yeah. Um, it's It's so much anxiety that I don't know how my heart's going to make it through 13 episodes. Well, 12 now. But I'm very excited. It started off like huge. So it's like, where do you go from there?
1: Yeah. yeah, it had that effect on me. Like when you binge watch like a lot of medical dramas where you're just, you know, you're nervous about anytime someone sneezes and they wrap that all that anxiety into like one episode. So it's like, eesh, yeah. got it. I need like the bottle of sanitizer right now. That's I how don't I feel.
0: think that'll save you from this virus though. <laughs> it won't. I didn't like, want to touch my face at all.
1: No. And I have a bad
2: habit of, you know, putting my hands like mm-hmm. on my face near my eye. I play with my eyelashes a lot and I was just like, don't touch your body anywhere until you put on, you wash your hands and then go get some gloves and put those on (laughs) and then still don't touch anything.
0: (laughs) I know, especially when you gasp at something, like all the crazy, gory, disgustingness that we saw, but it was kind of amazing at the same time. I I
1: think that's what you want at a season premiere, you know, just right off the bat, just knock it out of the park with the special effects. So I think that was really well done. It's supposed to scare you. That's what's going to make that. That's what's going to give it substance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the very beginning, too, um, we started off with a bunch of chaos in the city, in Atlanta, and it kind of made me think of Julie Plex's show Vampire Diaries right now with the jumping ahead. Yeah. But although I did read about this show that it's not going to, it's going to be over a small period of time.
2: Yeah, so the 13 episodes, they take place over 20 days, and um, in the pilot what we just saw the flash forward of, mm-hmm. you know, is, is around day 13, which we should be seeing like by episode eight.
0: Oh, I, that's what I'm
2: reading yeah. on my phone right now. Oh, oh
0: okay. my gosh. OK, so there's going to be a lot of days of this. Yeah, virus. 20
2: days of this virus. And then. Yeah.
1: And then the big surprise is because they only predict it to be 48 hours on the first episode. So obviously that's going to raise the stakes as we get to that scene in the pilot in the right. first scene.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I feel like there's so many new characters that, you know, we got thrown at us. I think it was kind of cool, though, what they did. They made all of the characters kind of be intertwined with each other, which I thought was cool. So let's start out with the school kids. So we have Miss Katie and some kids um, going on a field trip to the hospital. And the kids, she has a kid in the class. His name is Quentin. Quentin. And so this is like a group of sixth graders. Is that what it says? Well, they're
2: eleven. Yeah.
0: They looked. That's, I thought they looked younger. Really, I know
2: nothing yeah. about how old kids are supposed to look or anything because I don't have any children in my life. Yeah. But I thought they looked like they were they, in like the third grade or to something. Me too.
1: Yeah. At, but yeah. okay, there's maybe we were that short in sixth grade. We just forgot.
0: <laughs> I think generations are getting younger looking. No, is that a thing? Yeah. It is no, Hollywood. I think that no. they they say
2: that that happens, but it's actually just because we're older. Oh, but I've felt that way ever since. Like I've like when I was in junior high school, I thought the elementary school kids looked right. younger than I looked at that age. Right, I was also a very tall child, so I just felt like maybe that was why. And then especially in high school, when I was in college, I was looking at high schoolers like. Well, even when I was in high school, I was looking at the older guys and I was like, man, you guys look like men. And And these guys, when they were seniors, they look like little boys still. So I don't know what's going on in the world. I
1: agree. You look back and it's like, there's no way I look like that at sixth grade. I thought I was taller, but the truth hurts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. So So, the kids go on this field trip and... What Brittany doesn't sneeze until after she goes into the hospital, right? They go and sing to the older people. They sing "Lean On Me."
2: Yes, but she, her, the bus driver, who is her mom's boyfriend. That's what I'm saying. It's
0: just like they threw those little tidbits in there,
2: and it came so fast that you're kind of like, "Wait, what?" It's confusing. Why is everyone at the school like, got their kids here? Um, Yeah, (laughs) but he had said something earlier. About her having hay fever, because I remember it being said, mentioned before they went into the hospital, something about, like, getting her inhaler or something like that. Yeah,
1: so we know that she was sick beforehand, so... Yeah, because
0: she doesn't, she was, you know, quarantined herself, put in isolation, and she doesn't end up having any...
2: That we know, but it hasn't been 16 hours yet. Yes. That's when the symptoms come, 16 to 48 hours.
1: Yeah, so we're not going to know if she is just regular sick or she's, you know, containment sick.
2: Also, if your child has something called hay fever, which I don't know what that is, but it sounds like something from the Western days of America. Why is your child in school with hay fever? Isn't there a vaccine for it? Maybe it sounds like something like the smallpox, something that has not been around in ages, and this little girl has. Um, I'll look it up right now, but it just doesn't sound like something with the word
1: fever in it that your child should be going to school. Yeah, but she didn't go to school. You did what you're supposed to. You sent them to the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, hey, she keeps her education and she gets the doctor's (laughs) visit. Two birds
0: in one stone. I guess, but it's a very dangerous place to be.
1: It is today, yeah. Today it happens should've to be the in most...
0: It
2: should have <laughs> just gone to the old folks' home like most kids, you right. know, and sung to yeah. them instead.
0: It was really cute, though, that they did that. Um, and we find out, too, while they're there singing, Katie, Mrs. Katie, was supposed to meet Dr. Sanders, correct? Yeah, yes. they,
1: she was supposed to lead their tour group that day.
0: Right, and she was... What did they say? She was missing in action? She was MIA? Do you think the doctor knew that what was going on at that point, or was he not clued in? I
1: think at
2: that point... Connor? Was Was it? I thought it was was Bobby. Bobby.
1: Bobby Carver. Yeah. Um, He made sure she knew his name. You noticed that? Yeah, but um, it looked like he wasn't clued in yet. You know, it's... Yeah, it it hadn't gotten to that point yet, it looked like.
2: So how did he... Well, I mean, someone had to have known that she wasn't there because someone sent him to do the tour instead of her.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So I don't
2: know if he knew why he was doing it instead and just wasn't at liberty to say, or if, I mean, it didn't feel like he was keeping something from her at that point. He was just kind of like, look, they asked me to do it. She's, I don't know where she is, so I'll say she's MIA. Yeah, I agree.
0: So he had contact with the kids then, and in the very end, he gave them an entire tour, right? Right
2: yes and he had
0: contact with the kids and in the very end we see what happens to him that he sneezes and he catches it
1: yeah so
2: yeah but he was also around like a lot of other stuff than just the kids sorry my cell phone like keeps going off and I keep trying to put it on vibrate and it's not working
1: that's okay I feel well I'm trying to figure out you know when when Because they didn't show him explicitly with Dr. Saunders, so we don't... I feel like he he got it from somebody, but I don't think they make it clear exactly who, unless it was... Because isn't he one of the doctors who took the bag from Patient Zero in that scene?
0: Uh, He did hold it, but it's through a plastic bag.
1: I mean, this is serious stuff. Maybe it made it through. I don't know.
0: Because, like, in the movie, um...
2: Crap, what is it? Like, 28 Days Later? No. No, what's the... Outbreak. 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 Thank you! Um, outbreak. You know, the virus takes on new forms, and so it starts off as, you know, just through fluids, and then it's, like, by contact, and so as this virus... Increases and stuff, and as it continues to be spread, it will kind of evolve into different ways of being con- contaminated, contaminated. Okay.
0: And speaking to what you just said too, so we know for a fact now that it's only spreading through fluids right now, right. so far, what they know. How did talking a little bit about patient zero? Did he sneeze on Doctor Sanders?
2: no so it was, the, it was but, her clipboard when she went to get him to sign out he okay. sneezed and did not cover his mouth which is gross in the first oh, place at man. least give me a vampire elbow you know <laughs> give me the vampire elbow and he sneezed on like the pin and the clipboard and Got so it. when she's going back over the story she's like the clipboard and then she's like my she has a
1: realization but what if it
0: dries before she touched it you know what I i'm saying think... is it still infected
1: i think yeah also, because wasn't she the doctor who treated him anyway? So even though she is yeah. with the mask and gloves, she's around him enough that she got exposed to it, I think. Yeah. And
2: think about what you do with pins. Like, we don't realize it, but I was just sitting here with the pin, like, just <gasps> touching it, playing with it. I've touched, like, my face three times already. So if she had that pin, I mean, some people, you know, put them in their mouth and chew, chew on, on them and stuff. Yeah. So if you have a pin like that and you're constantly using it eventually you're gonna touch somewhere on your body or in your face or in your mouth without having washed your hands and
0: oh my gosh it spread and then she kissed her boyfriend and those two ended up dying which is very sad and scary
1: well that part was crazy because you expected them to build it up but they just rattled off like four dead bodies in like the 16 hours because it's zero saunders her boyfriend and who else there was one more no I think um,
2: Saeed Sanders and the boyfriend.
1: Okay, it was just three?
0: Two, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Two nurses, Dr. Sanders' there boyfriend, just... and then Saeed.
1: There you go.
0: Oh, okay. I take,
2: sorry, this oh. is going back to the hay fever thing. I just looked it up. Yeah. Um, so I take back my initial statement. Hay fever is a type of inflammation in the nose which occurs when the immune system overreacts to allergens in the air. So basically, it sounds like a lot of allergies.
0: Oh, okay. It sounds so like so a spring not, cold.
2: Yeah. It, and it's many people um, also have like asthma and um, atopic dermatitis and allergetic conjunctivitis.
1: Oh my God, my
0: nose is itching right now. <laughs>
1: Can I buy a vowel on that one? <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah. I remember um, the bus driver, who is the mom's boyfriend of Brittany, said, too, her allergies died down. So, some kind of an allergy form of something. Okay. They're
1: they're leaving that open, I feel like. You know, we're not going to know if she's sick, sick, or if she's just has the cold.
0: Yeah. And talking about Dr. – not Dr. Saeed. There's so many doctors. Saeed, he is an interesting character because he brought this – flu in which we're calling what are we calling this h
1: h h7n2 okay so it's a bird flu but we find out that you know someone manipulated it to infect people so why he has it with them we don't know yet but we know that the bottle he was given was for bioterrorism
0: Yeah. yeah so are there other people coming in that is the big mysterious question i didn't even think of that during the
1: episode like there is someone else out there with it
0: i mean this also just
2: brings up so many things because like um lex said you know if this person wasn't middle eastern would this be Mm -hmm. this type of thing and um what's her name sabim even says like well because he is from syria we are treating it as um and i wrote down what as an elevated concern about bioterrorism. And so this show is bringing in so many different things about, like, you know, race and inequalities and virus outbreaks like right. you know we just had ebola and you know it's just bringing back memories of that even though this pilot was shot before the whole ebola thing
1: yeah and kind I, of, I, I think that le- that lends to what made it such a good episode is because they touch on so many of those real world beats today mm-hmm. and you know so when we do see that it's like you know what imagine if that did happen that's yeah. what made it crazy when you're watching it
0: yeah that made it scarier for me too because with all of this I don't know if this is necessarily going to turn into the end of the world with this flu, you know, flu, but it could. But with all the end of the world things that are going around, I'm not a person to believe that. I don't know. I just don't buy into it. But this kind of thing, the health thing, scares me a bit more.
1: I think what it is is, you know, because we, we have seen the Ebola thing, remember the swine flu situation, you mm-hmm. know? And <gasps> Which then I they caught. saw. <laughs> I caught you that You would get the a, swine flu. I did. Four to six feet, please.
2: Thank you. I hear that once that's in you, it's never out. So I need you to just stay away. Thank you. Yes. I have
0: the swine flu still.
1: Yes. Let's draw that line right
0: there. Yeah. That's scary. Well, we also... She also mentioned, too, that with the Ebola thing, I wanted to ask you guys, was there really a quarantine?
2: Yeah, there is people in... Well, not for the whole city or anything, but there's oh. people in hospitals who were... um put into quarantine and isolation just so that they didn't spread it until they got cured but there was like <laughs> yeah, how many the, the, I forget how many people in America ended up with it but there was like a hospital that had like a bunch of cases of it
1: yeah Oh wow. And but, uh, a, yeah it, it didn't get like obviously not this TV show but I don't remember getting to that level that they, they were like hey we have to shut down this you know this hospital is this but there was there was an outbreak yeah
2: you know. Ooh, someone Um, sorry no it's okay Aisling i'm sorry i just butchered that name so bad um but this person in the chat is saying i'm not sure what kind of scale the show show is going to reach but i'm wondering if this virus thing was brought to different places by other people in addition to saeed yeah so kind of like what you were saying you know maybe it they didn't just hit up atlanta maybe this is just the first stop and maybe L A is next, or New York, or
0: yeah,
2: wherever could be. That you know,
1: that would be like too. Two. <laughs> right? That'd be like too much. They go through all that, and then you see someone sneeze in L A at the end of the finale. It's like, oh heck no! Well,
2: look, I live in L A, <laughs> oh, but if no. I heard that something like this was going down in Atlanta. I'd go as far, I'd move further away to somewhere where, like, one of them deserted islands, somewhere that only like
1: 10 people (laughs) (laughs) live on. Yeah, get out. Yeah, I'm going away. (laughs) So, you're the that's like, this is my part of the beach, you stay over there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Do you guys think Saeed knew he brought that in? Or do you think it was something like.
2: I think that's one of the big questions that the show is bringing up. And it's a dialogue about, you know, if we believe that he was a terrorist, his uncle says, you know, they were trying to recruit him, but he didn't want to be recruited. So it's like, did someone slip it in his bag? Did he actually plan to do it? We, we don't know the real truth. And it's bringing up the question of, you know, if this is someone else who's not Syrian, would you think, terrorism automatically or would you think give him the benefit of the doubt
1: I think what it is the way they played it makes me think that he didn't know and the family didn't know but we understand it's like a refugee situation right so yeah. maybe you know under the circumstances like hey we're going to help your boy go to America but he's got to take this in his bag with him if you want us to help you so maybe that'll play out in later episodes mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, some more backstory on that because right. he got um, his family sick too like three of them oh yeah and now, because of that, was that why they put quarantine? Like, it was all at the hospital for a while, and then... Well,
2: yeah, because the I the hospital and where his house are are all in the same part of town, so it's like, you don't want... Yeah,
1: zone I think six. the way they escalated is because they had all those bodies die in the first 16 hours, so that's why they, you know, go to Code Red on it.
0: Yeah, and so Zone 6 is also maintained by... What is he? Le- what is his... Uh, Lex. Alex and
1: everyone calls him Lex...
0: What is his position, Major? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we meet Lex, who, I like him. I do too. Yeah.
1: He's a man of the people.
0: Yeah, he seems very true and honest, and I think that that's good qualities for his position, what he holds for the city.
1: And he keeps it real. He has girl drama too, you know. So Which you...
0: I hated. Really? <laughs> yeah, because just that many panic attacks several times about moving in. Like, I get it maybe the first time, But she had three other incidents besides this one.
2: (laughs) I mean, it just shows how much heart this guy has and how much love he has in his heart because the fact that this has happened this many times and he's still like, okay, we're still together. We're still going to try and make it work. And then they try to do it again. I don't know. It's kind of like runaway bride. You know, at some point, you got to just stay with her the night before. You got to (laughs) move everything in. You got to tell her, listen here, girl, this is what you want. I know you want it. You're just scared. So let's do this.
0: Yeah, and when she finally commits to it later on in the episode, too, saying that she's going, you know, oh, yeah, I'll move in tonight. Did you guys... Oh, that made me even more mad.
1: You know what? Uh, That didn't bother me as much as now we have this triangle. She, you know, it brings it up that she dated Jake before. Yeah. And then now, you know, obviously we see how tight they are, and now she starts dating Lex. That, to me, was like, you know what... I don't know any... Okay, I'll throw it to you guys. Have you guys ever been in that situation? Dated one, dated the best friend, and it's still that cool with everybody?
0: I have personally never, but... It's done on the Vampire Diaries with brothers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. In
0: Katie's mind, in
2: case you guys don't watch the Vampire Diaries after show, Katie thinks they are real people, they and are. she talks to them like they are her
1: real friends. So. all the time. So do you have Stefan on your contact list and everything? Speed dial. Speed, Speed dial. dial for Stefan. Hey, is he number yes. one and number two to Damon? Number one. Oh, okay. Damon's not even like in consideration. Mm, you me. know, like, that's the first time I've ever heard a girl say <laughs> that about that guy. I'm
0: surprised you know this much about Van. Vampire Diaries. You know what? I, I, I have show.
1: female friends who get me hooked on it, man.
0: It's a good show, and yeah. Julie Pleck is the executive producer of that show, too.
1: Yeah, and then Chris Wood, he was obviously the antagonist of last season as Kai, so, it, you know, CW loves him.
0: Yeah, I was watching him a lot. It was a different role for him. It was kind of weird, but I like it. I like seeing him.
2: Oh, man, he's so buff now. Oh, he looks good. He looks real good. The chat already <laughs> talked on. about it. The chat already <laughs> talked about it, so I get to say it out loud now. He looks... Fine. They
1: know the truth. Do you have any guys in the chat ready to help me out?
0: <laughs> how um, no? How long? So he dated Jana, and they both kind of said, "Oh, for five minutes." But how long do you think that actually is? I think it's longer.
2: I feel like there's still maybe something there. Yeah, that they didn't want to get into. It felt that way, but then I also felt. Like, him and Miss Katie oh, I had it. some sparks going on, but really? I thought that Katie was on the phone with, like, her girlfriend the whole time. Who <laughs> is Grace? I think it's her, I think it's okay. the mother-in-law who, right. who shares custody or whatever. But I wrote down in my notes, I was like, Grace, her girlfriend?
0: Wife? Like, it, what yeah, is going it, on
1: here? It was complicated, definitely.
0: Yeah, but talking about Katie and Jake, I loved that whole situation. I feel like I see a little bit of sparks, and I think it's going to...
1: Well, I mean, she, okay, you know what? <laughs> what? You're probably going to say he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. You know, she's locked in a hospital with a lot of sick people, you know, mm-hmm. for 48 hours. Of course something's going to happen. There's nowhere else to go, nothing else to talk, nowhere, nothing else to do.
0: But they can't get near each other.
1: Oh, isn't that going to be fun?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Although she bumped into him when they were on the search for her son, Quentin, and his friend, Thomas. She bumped into him. So if one of them had the... No, but that's not fluids. Yeah. Okay.
2: They gotta lock lips for that. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sneeze on each other if that's sexy. So Mm -hmm. one of
1: them's gonna take a risk? Okay, who do Oh, sorry. Who Who do you think is gonna take the first risk, Katie or Jake, to make a move on the other one despite the sickness?
2: Here's the thing. I don't think anyone has time for love when, like, there's literally everyone's dying. Yeah, but it's yeah. TV.
1: Let's let's assume they do. <laughs> well,
0: we do see, too, she's carrying in that little flash-forward chaos situation, she's carrying, like, a dead child, right? Yeah, I
2: couldn't oh. tell which kid it was. I couldn't tell if it was Quentin or if <gasps> it was, you know, one of the oh, little girls or what. I couldn't tell, but I feel like it was a very mom
0: moment. Yeah, I'm going to be really sad if kids die, but it's not like kids are... Oh, or are they? Is that a thing? Th- no
2: the No. We're not we're not in a supernatural <laughs> world on this show.
1: This okay. is very like real life. Yeah,
2: but it hey, but is it- kind of
1: like a you know what no one is safe though. That's what's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know on either uh, side of the fence. Yes. Yeah, I do got to say this. Jake's partner, when they raid um, Saeed's house, oh, yeah. oh. I saw that and I thought, it's like, yeah, you're not coming. Ba- whoever you are, you know you're not coming back for episode two, man. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> but it didn't touch his face, did it?
1: You I mean, know, you it was close, so, right. you know, we're going to have to wait and see. You don't know. He might infect the whole precinct, and, you know, there was that one little drop that made it right before the visor dropped. I feel like that might come into play.
2: I was mostly just pissed off because he was—you're apprehending a suspect who's, like, very important. And you're on and the you're phone. And you're on your phone texting or sexting or whatever yeah. you're doing, and you should be on, like— high alert, backing your guy who's in right. there.
0: Do you think it was because he was jealous that Jake got the lead on it when he was supposed to have the lead?
1: Oh, definitely. You know, part of that, you know, it looks like there's some hate for Jake a bit in the precinct. Obviously, Lex has his back, but what I think we're going to see play out is when Jake starts looking for help, they're like, well, you know, Mr. Hotshot, take the lead. You know, yeah, you could figure it out. You're the guy who everyone trusts, right? So I feel like that's going to come into play later.
0: Yeah, mm. and I was sad, too, when Jake told Lex this is his fault. He was so angry about being left in the hospital. I think he's scared, and he told him that it's his fault. Yeah, hey,
1: And now he's locked behind an electric fence with Lex's girlfriend. How about that? Oh. I mean, I
0: Who, by the cute. way, also about her. She was not answering her phone. Okay, I get it. You're just a little bit mad he called you something. What did he call her? I forget. Yeah. When they had their fight when she wasn't going to move in. But um, so she didn't answer his phone calls. But then later on when he's calling her, telling her not to go to her house, just go straight to his house. Get out of that area. uh, She's not answering again. what is she doing? Blasting music with all this siren stuff going around this fence. She's just not caring.
2: I feel like she's one of those free spirits who doesn't always check her phone. Okay. Because the last time we saw her, she was she had gone into work and was working and she doesn't have her phone in the room with her. And if she got off of work and just went straight home to get her stuff, because the last time they talked, she said, I'll get my stuff and I'll come over. Okay. So she had just gone straight home and then or she was leaving work and on her way home. Either way, her job is in that area and she just didn't make it
1: out in time yeah. I, okay I want to throw it to you guys real quick uh, with all this stuff going on what exactly is it that she does because yeah, we I see her know. have to get like you know the airlock thing but I thought she was working on computers but why do you need but to be in an airlock to work wh- on computers
2: I don't know they you know, said viewers? something about the CPU you know? was like I unit mean, was coming in and I was like oh computer unit right? yeah.
0: I have no idea what she does but we yeah, meet Dennis was... and we meet what is her name Susie yeah Who seems fun, but if Jana's infected, she, like, kissed Susie on the cheek, and Susie was Mm -hmm. holding Jana's phone.
2: Yeah, but I don't think they've been around anything yet. Okay. But I think that by quarantining everyone into this section, like, that's what's going to make these people who haven't even been around the virus yet more susceptible, because now they're contained in this area where the virus is. Yeah. And you don't know how it could spread definitely someone could sneak out of the hospital someone could have not been detained from the hospital that should have and they missed it like i mean we saw the kids snuck off and no one noticed they were gone but did they sneak off or did that old man just take them and yeah. not tell the did teacher that, that he was did taking anyone else think that was a
1: little <laughs> creepy you just yeah. find this old guy and he's in a room with these two well, kids showing them rats
0: he's the lab rat guy like, in the very beginning, we see him handling the rats. That
1: doesn't make him less creepy. It doesn't make it
2: <laughs> less weird that he was in that room with everyone because when he called his granddaughter the first time and said, I need you to go take grandma lunch, he was in the room with all the kids. Okay. So then he took those kids Oh right,
0: right. Maybe they to were like... go
2: look at the rats on the tour or whatever. And I'm like, why are you not following the rules? Mm-hmm. And why didn't you at least tell their teacher, like, hey, I'm right. going to take them to go see the The rats, because she's on the phone with all the parents who are like, where the F is my child?
0: You know, Grandpa means no harm, He means no harm, but (laughs) it was still one of those things where
2: it's like, dude, you gotta tell their teacher that you're (laughs) taking them somewhere so that she's... The hospital's already on lockdown, so... It's not like you're going to do an additional lockdown, but you got some little kids just lost. I, I will
1: yeah. say this, and because we haven't touched on these characters yet yeah. that I was really excited about. So he couldn't make it, so he calls Teresa, the pregnant girl, to check in on... Grandma. Uh, yes. And that one, actually, I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I was really excited about that one just because that story, she was supposed to run away with the boyfriend. they obviously gets separated now. And I feel like... His boyfriend, Xander. Her boyfriend, Xander. I feel like he's going to be the first character to really try to make it over that fence to get to her. I got that impression that he's got that kind of fire in him.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. And I think it's because she's pregnant.
1: Yeah. but I mean, what more do you got to say?
2: I (laughs) I just wanted to say that the actress, I was like, where do I know her from? Where do I know her from? And I looked her up. Spartacus. Anyone, was, did anyone watch Spartacus? Because I loved that show. No. It, I feel I've, horrible.
1: I didn't. It, see that one.
2: it was so great while it was on, and she came in in one of the later seasons, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, she has not aged really? at all." She was Wait, playing that from at least three years ago. Okay. Um, and she. Looks the exact same.
0: How old is her character? Because her mom seems to have a say over... She she wanted her to give the baby up.
2: feel like she's a minor.
0: Okay. Like 16?
2: She's, I'm going to go with 16,
1: 17. Yeah, okay. I felt like she could be a little older. She's dependent on mom still. I think that's the matter. She's young and she's still dependent on mom, you know? Yeah. I, fe- I felt like they were maybe 19, 20, like just out of high school, but not enough to afford an apartment, maybe maybe
0: when her mom says to her you were supposed to get out was that she was supposed to get out to go to that meeting at four
2: for the adoption
0: agency uh, when did her mom say that maybe i'm getting it confused with the trailer she says it in the trailer at least did she not say it in the episode
2: they didn't speak after when she walked into the door they were just just watching silence because she has
1: the the
0: trailer (laughs) (laughs) well it happened right if it's the trailer yeah That's not a spoiler. I just don't remember.
1: I don't remember that moment either. Okay. But also she does well, she sees the suitcase obviously, but you know, she now we have that tension between the two characters. Right.
0: I'm scared for the pregnancy. I feel like it's making it so scary because it's got kids involved and it has a woman who's pregnant and she looks like, you know, it's not far from the due date for mama sending her to the adoption agency anyway and that's just really scary, and
2: in that day thirteen flash forward, it don't look good for her either. So oh, yeah, that one she gets
0: knocked over.
2: Yeah, I mean everyone's bloody in the flash forward, so it's kind of hard to tell who's bloody from. Actually, being and sick, sick and coughing up the blood and who's bloody from just fighting running people their off their and running for their yeah. lives
0: and so, but blood is a fluid though, right? So if you get yeah. the blood Last of somebody, yeah, infected, <laughs> on you, then you, they're infected too. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, this is that, really scary. That's what makes it so exciting though, because I feel like what they set. In the first episode, nobody is safe. You don't know. It could be the kids. It could be the pregnant lady. It could be the cop. We don't know who's going to yeah. be the next one to go sick. And that's what made it so interesting.
0: Yeah, and the tagline of the show is trust no one.
2: Oh, Yeah, because, I mean, everything I've been reading about this show, it's kind of like Julie Plec talking about you're put in these situations and you really start to see the people's true colors. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, just because, I mean, using Lex as an example he's standing up the thing saying all this stuff to everyone like you do not want to be on the other side I cannot let anyone go there and I can't let anyone come out and then he sees his girlfriend over there <gasps> and, and you know, you know just... he thought that for a second oh, he was like yeah. I have to get her here but right. then he's the guy who sticks by the rules and is a man of the people right. so the internal conflict and then that whole situation with him and Xander was just so touching mm-hmm. you know his speech to him but then it's like hey but 24 hours from now is he going to feel the same way or is he going to be the first one trying to shoot down that fence and jump over there and bring his girlfriend back I
0: think uh, go ahead. The, I'm sorry I think the video camera somebody taping him I don't think he knew about that right No he didn't no. know So I think that is just fueling him being the voice for the media cuz that's what Sabine wanted him to be and you know he finally accepted that cuz he wanted to know what's going on but I think that might help him hold back every time he wants to go in and save his girlfriend. Oh, but he's the face for the people. Yeah.
1: Hey, but now low key, he's got another motivated young man. He, you know, Xander's not the face of anything. You know, if. Lex can figure out an open Ooh. door somewhere. <laughs> uh, he, he he gets his girlfriend out, and the people are still calm. I feel like we're going to see that. Yeah.
0: So do you guys think this quarantine's not going to last, and we're going to have
1: it all over Atlanta? I, oh, yeah, quarantines don't uh, last. Uh, okay. I feel like they're go- it's not going <laughs> to spread out of Atlanta. Look,
2: if I was on the other side of that fence, and I hadn't been like affected yet... Yeah. I would be the first person trying to knock that thing down. And I'd be like, don't send me over here with these sick people. Get <laughs> me know. the F out of here right now. Oh, yeah. So, so can, you can't climb over. You'll get electrocuted. Yeah, but yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd find something to throw at it to deactivate the oh, charged yeah. cells. Short and I'd climb, that, I'd climb that fence. Yeah. Also,
1: you know, one of the things I was thinking, okay, so we know it's going to last a while. That suddenly food, water, you uh, know, that's a lot ding. of people. We can yeah. throw
0: in some food and water, uh, uh, air
1: drop it. it. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna. Someone's gonna try to jump onto a helicopter when they bring in the food. I bet you anything, something like that.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm That's so excited anything. about this show. <laughs> <sighs> Should we talk a little bit? Did we cover everything? I think we talked
2: about everyone. I'm going back over my notes. We'll There's so over. many characters in this. Uh, one
0: show. person, if anything, on well, um, the doctor who figured it all out.
1: He's... Uh, we didn't see a lot of him outside of, you know, just being a doctor, but... Dr. Cannards? Like I was actually more interested in, in what's her... Sabine Lammers? Right. She's... I don't know. She's one of those people, you know, she's supposed to be on the side of helping people, but... I don't trust her. Yeah, me neither.
0: You know, she played Dahlia in the originals, Julie Plex's other show. And she was evil over there.
2: I just don't trust her because she... Keep Secrets. And she... Even someone's like, oh, you look like you're in charge or something. She's like, oh, yeah, I look that way. And I was like, okay, so... It's because you, you are that know? way. And then she yeah. kind of, like, was running the show, but then also Dr. Cannertz was the one who actually had the information. Right. So I'm like, are you just the voice for something? Are you actually well good or bad
0: she's in a position of power too so she has to kind of she can't tell everything right away right so she has to kind of be closed off like that she has
2: to be closed off but i feel like when when this situation is as serious as it was it's like okay guys we need to actually let people know that this is something fear i think that the press conference could have happened a little sooner
0: maybe yeah you're right to let
2: people know but you know People would have just been more pissed off that they were stuck in their houses.
0: Yeah, and something True. I thought she was interesting with was when she asked for Lex's help and he said no because he wanted the truth first, and then maybe he would. She went back and kind of threw in his face, like, no, you need to call me doctor. What would she say? Mm-hmm.
1: Doctor? Like, it's Miss Miss Lommers, and she's like, it's doctor, actually, Major. Yeah, that you was know.
0: kind of petty or something.
1: You know, yeah,
2: I don't know. She just she got an attitude okay, about her like, I'm not trusting her. I'm
1: just saying it now right I'm now. I, I'm okay. Guess. Hey, viewers, I'm okay if she gets sick next episode. Oh! I mean, they, they, they call that, hey, some might call that cruel. I call that justice. Yeah, but
0: <laughs> if she is going to be, like, some sort of a villainy thing because she's got some, whatever, backstory. Agenda. Yeah, agenda or something. Um, we got to have her, right?
1: Yeah. This is true. For the storyline. She's going to be around for cool. sure.
0: Well, I'm excited for the rest of it. Let's get into some predictions.
1: And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions.
0: So, in the previews, we see a bunch of sick people, and
2: I don't even know how to predict anything on this show.
0: Everybody dies. In the very end.
2: That's my prediction. <laughs> okay. Day 20 Atlanta is just non-existent anymore because the government had to drop bombs on it to like get this whole thing under control. Uh,
1: let's yeah. put it this way. <laughs> who do you guys think is going to go first? Okay. I feel, I'm feel i going to say like um, Jake's partner from the first one. I feel like oh. he's going to be one of the first oh. guys on the other side of the fence who they find out is sick.
0: Oh my gosh, and that's going to be a problem. Pete Walden, right? That's his name. Is it? Yeah, that's. There um, there were like
1: a dozen of them, like you know. Yeah. Every now and then they get lost, guys. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Who do you think's gonna die first? I don't even know. Um, Just
2: because I'm in a dark place, I'm gonna say Quentin. (gasps) That's. I feel like I hate to do it, but it has to be someone that we're not expecting, that like you don't want to see because of innocence and all that stuff. So Quentin's a little badass that, you know, has been running around the hospital. We don't know what he got into on his way to and from that lab rat place. Yeah. And...
0: I think I'm gonna cry if that happens. And his
2: mom is, like, there and her biggest fear is something happens to him while he's in her custody.
0: Yeah, because I feel like she feels that way. Maybe internally too, but because her... the father of the child's parents mm-hmm. keep saying that and they're yeah. always worried.
2: So, I don't know. I just feel like he's... Something's gonna to happen to him because they're already setting it up.
0: Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is anyone in the chat saying anything about um, who any prediction? You, predict? you know, I feel like I feel like you're onto something with the Walden thing because he was sneezed into. I think Doctor. Um, what is his name? Doctor Carver. I'm no Canard. Doctor. Okay, I'm getting confused the with the main Kanerts guy and who was talking to Lammers. No, but I'm talking right. about Bobby Carver. Oh. Okay. I get confused between the two. Doctor Carver. I think he's going to die because it he didn't caught look good yeah. at the end. He's he got, it. he's got yes, about he's 20 first. more hours left. I, I, I think
1: you're onto something.
0: <laughs> yeah. That is a horrific death too. Yeah. yeah nothing thanks. about it
2: looked like fun. Also the chat, the internet in here is terrible. So oh, that's it's okay. Well, wrong. You guys
0: can well, tweet us guys for watching. and let us know what you guys think and who you think is going to die first. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited, but I'm also really nervous. And I do want to say I did read a blog um, where Julie Plex said all the castmates are saying that after shooting this, they've all become a little bit germophobic
2: and hypochondriac. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Um, you- something else I read. Um, well, as most people know, um, the series is based off of a Belgian show called mm-hmm. Corden. Julie Plex says don't go watch that first because they do borrow some stuff from there. So, you know, unless you want spoilers, don't do that. And then something I thought that was really cool was that the CDC actually worked really closely with the writers of the show to make sure that like they're following the right protocol for if a virus outbreak like this happens. So the show is based in real lifetime. This is not a supernatural thing. Like if a string of events were to happen, these are kind of the protocols that we go. So it's also educational, so you know. Yeah. In the event of a, what what did they call it, um, a bio, bioterrorism bio terror- terrorism outbreak like this, this is what would happen.
0: That's awesome. And we did really? learn, or I learned at least. I didn't know what GMA stand for and EIS stand <laughs> for. So, yeah, I think we're going to learn a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, um, thank you, guys. Where can we find you on social media? You guys can find me
2: at the Tiana Hobson all over the social media webs and stuff like that.
1: You guys can find me on Twitter at Double G on TV.
0: And you guys can find me on Twitter at Katie Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell Online. I have a vlog. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. And make sure you tweet us telling your thoughts about the episode um, using the hashtag ABTV Containment. And we'll see you guys next week for episode two.